Hello, everybody. I can say that now because we can see you. Um, welcome to the latest episode of Let's Unpack That. It's episode 31. Um, yeah, it's, it's insane. See, now now we have faces. You guys know yes. what we look like. <laughs> Unless you're one of those weird people that stalks people. In that case, stop watching this right now, please. Um, <laughs> oh, we don't want you here. I, I'm one host. I'm one of your hosts, Cheval, and I'm here with my co-host. I'm going to point to him where he is in my window. Um, oh, I'm over here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's right there. Yeah, that's that's Cal. Say everybody, say hi to Cal. And um, yeah, no, we're we're officially recording our very first video episode. It'll also be audio too. So if you're listening to this and you're uh, confused, I'm sorry. You should go to YouTube or something instead. I, I think I think Spotify has video episodes too. Okay. If I'm not mistaken yeah they they keep telling me about it i've never used it they also have audiobooks now which i don't know how to feel about that yeah you have to pay more for them or something we can talk about that later we can yeah we can talk about <laughs> we can talk about that finish in our intro first <laughs> finish our intro no yeah but we both we both have cameras now we both are you know ready to do the whole visual thing now you guys can see the panels as we talk about them see i can flip them around don't want to give any spoilers yet but yeah so now we're both video and audio so this isn't really breaking our backs either we finally got some equipment we needed so thanks for everybody's been sticking around and if you just start listening now congratulations you're getting the better <laughs> podcast very slowly improving over time very slowly <laughs> as you can see this is episode fucking 31 but yeah, <laughs> yeah it's, it's happen, 31 that's what's important <laughs> It's happening. It doesn't matter. You can also see our like the really cool shit we have in our rooms now. Um, yes, it's right. it's bouquet. <laughs> it's bouquet the fuck out. But I have all the berserk <laughs> stuff I over here. Like <laughs> well, I'm Everyone using. Get a good look at my wall real quick. <laughs> yeah, everybody, look at all the K-pop stuff. <laughs> yeah, look at my two huge K-pop posters. Here's my anime shit. There's my. It's all. Board. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. See, I, I bokeh it because they can't see the anime girls in the back. If oh, anybody can actually tell, <laughs> <laughs> if anybody can actually tell what those are, that'd be really funny. But uh, Cal already knows what all of them are. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. It's like Evangelion and stuff. But I already yeah. judge them for all of us. So if you can't see it, it's fine. No, God. Yeah. No. So so now 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 you guys can also see all of our dumb faces. I'll be sure to be rolling my eyes every time Gut speaks for the next, like, three or four chapters. Um, <laughs> also, you can see us cringe at um, ableist caricatures and oh, yeah. terrible things happening to Casca. Yeah, he's back. He's, he's back. I forgot yeah. for two seconds, but he sure is back. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I, I'm... I'm excited. I'm also in like a dream state because I've been off work for like four days. So I was like, oh, yeah, we're, we're actually doing this today. So this is like a, the most exciting thing that's happened this week, which is a good thing. Like I, I it, before that, it was beating Splatoon 3. So I think that things. Oh, you beat it. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Great game. Great little campaign. Um the one thing I will say is to get the completion where you like hundred percent completion, you have to like paint the whole map, not paint the whole map, but like walk in every section of the map. Oh, and yeah. I was, I was not feeling that I did it, but I, <laughs> but I wasn't feeling it the whole time. Um, but no, super fun game. Now I'm just going to spend like a hundred hours on Splatoon two after this. So okay. yeah, it's, it's all good. But you got the regular story mode and you got DLC. So you are set for a bit with that one. Yeah. I'm going to be really playing the old game. To- <laughs> it will make yeah. it possibly. So 
I'm, I'm interested to get into I, the race war stuff happening in this game. Yeah, so there's, yeah. Like, there's a lot of Splatoon lore. Like, I know you got a lot in 3 with, like, all the mm-hmm. like, um, pages and stuff. There's even more in 2, and it focused more on the Octolings and stuff and what was going mm-hmm. on there. Um, there's a lot. I'm not going to spoil any of it for you, but it is very good, and it includes, like, so much good shit. And I know you played one yeah. too, so there's stuff that like refers back to one also. So. Okay. Good. I, I probably good need time. to replay one. It's been a long time since I played that game. It's been yeah, like I, I can't remember years. the last time I watched <laughs> a playthrough of one. Should probably revisit it at some point. Yeah. It's super short. I think it's only like three or four hours long or something. Yeah. So it's not bad. They've yeah. really like I don't know, like the way Splatoon has like expanded over time is just like very cool to me all the time. I'm just like, man, this this game has come so far. There's so much more shit to do, like with the different ranked modes and stuff. Because they added Clam mm. Blitz after I had stopped playing, or Sasha had stopped playing too. I didn't really play mm-hmm. that much. And then um, there was some other weapons and stuff. So now, like, we're getting it all in three. We're like, oh, they really like beefed this up already. So. Yeah, yeah. It's super cool to see like to see them like do so much especially because salmon run i heard that it was a limited like it, it was a limited like game type and two yeah. which is criminal so i don't know, you I don't know like why you would do that you would get like a call from grizz and he's like hey we're doing we're doing a run let's fucking go clocking oh your job God. and you had like a set time period where you had to like clock in and do the salmon run stuff so it was like a limited window like every couple of days basically or every day and if you weren't on at that time, you were just kind of screwed. <laughs> so, see that? Yeah, no. I I, I like yeah. when games do that sometimes, but with a mode like that, mm-hmm. like because it'd be different if there's like a raid every once in a while or something, right? Because right. I think I think that's what they're gonna do with Splatoon three. I think October they might do like a salmon run event because they're not doing I would like Splatfest. That. I don't think. Yeah. So. Like, that's different. I don't know. Limited time modes are always goofy to me in games. Because I'm like, why are you forcing me to play? <laughs> right. Don't make me get on a specific time. Yeah. Like, I don't want to play. I would rather play Salmon Run at 3 a.m. Yes. Um, when all the, the Japanese players are <laughs> Yeah. And I can rank up because they don't fucking suck at the game. I think there was a report that came out that, like, over 60% of the games sold in Japan last month were all Splatoon. <laughs> Three. It was 69%, and I remember nice. that's a funny number, um, but yeah, I, I'm I'm an adult, um, but yeah, I, I saw that, I was like, that's insane to me, it makes me really happy in a lot of ways, because like, Splatoon's just such a good overall game, like, there's not really anything controversial about it, there's not like anything like crazy going on, it's just like a solid yeah. game. So. No, yeah, it's, it's super good, and the lore stuff in three, I was like, "Oh, this is interesting." It's, it's more, it's more morbid than you'd be expecting from like a kids game. Yeah. But it, it is because I remember like when the game first came out, people were like, "Like the first one came out, people were like, it's like post apocalyptic, right?" And then eventually, yeah. it's like, "Yes, it is. It is post apocalyptic. All the all humans are dead." So yeah, three is like the most yeah. like leans into that the most because before that, it's yeah. just like, "Oh yeah, you're like, there's no humans. There's just shit happening," and you're like, "Wow, that's." crazy uh, okay <laughs> i'm gonna go play turf war now um but then like as like this game's progress it like becomes more relevant so i always yeah really the stakes really pick up honestly yeah. I, I looking forward to that i 
it's been a good it's been good playing like two very different games because I was playing that in Yakuza two Kiwami <laughs> two. I finished I finished that. I've been playing it for like I started it like six months ago or something, but I would pick it up and put it down like every once in a while. And I finally finished it. It was super good, but I I keep thinking in the back of my head, I have like eight more of these fucking games to play. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm kind of laughing all the time. Yeah, it's. It's like, because every time I play one, I'm like, wow, I really like this game. And I'm like, ah, fuck. There's another one right around the corner. So Yeah, you're like, I can just keep rolling if I wanted to, but I'm going to need a break. <laughs> I'm going to I'm gonna take a small break now because the next game I'm playing is technically like a PS3 game, which isn't bad. But it's it's not like where they remade the whole game from scratch. It's just like, they said, nah, fuck that. We're just going to re-release them on PS4. Have a good day. So <laughs> Have fun. Here you go. Yes. That, that's that's what I'm working with. So um, very very exciting uh, week at the Price household is Haley works while I do nothing in the background. It's been it's been pretty sweet. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was I was out of town last week for a family wedding, and so yeah. I got back this week, and my work was like, hey, and I was like, ah, <laughs> and so that's kind of in my situation, but it, it'll all be fine. Um, yeah, I have, I, I have a job that's like important, but also not important, but also it's vital to the company. So it's just like a very weird position to be in at all times. But yeah, yeah, no, for sure. It's all good. <laughs> um, but I'm doing my more favorite job right now. So <laughs> the one that I make so much money. From. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's fine. It, it's all good. See, and that's what that, that's what matters is... <laughs> We make billions of dollars doing this podcast. So many. We are actually um, Hassan, and we stream on Twitch for yeah. hours every day. And this is like, yeah, no. <laughs> I am ex- I am streamer. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, yeah no. We, we just do this because it's fun. Now we can stream stuff, too. I do want to play the video game. I found out the video game does not... It was a ladder. Um, I, found, I found out the video game... Uh, actually ends further than I thought it did. It goes oh. after um, the big breaking point we're leading to, which right. I was not expecting. So we might start the game. We might not like finish it. It is a long yeah. game, I'm sure. It's a it's a Warriors game. So yeah, you will be. Playing yeah, <laughs> I will be. Yeah, encouraging oh, Zach. Gosh. Every time I tell him that, he's like, "All right, have fun, I guess." <laughs> like I don't know why you want to play that. He's like, "Shit." <laughs> sure <laughs> wait isn't this the same man who plays like hyrule warriors and shit no like, it's because like the specific game is like notoriously janky oh so it's a warriors game <laughs> yeah yeah i don't i don't get at see that's what that's the thing about nintendo people they get one polished warriors game and they're like rest of them garbage it's the same game it's fine <laughs> <laughs> We do have two chapters to get through eventually today. Um, 
I feel like I'm freaking out because of the whole camera thing. I'm like, wow, I don't want to talk about anything but the fact that we have like a camera. Yeah, we're so cool. Yeah, we're so cool now. We're very, but, we're very neurotypical, as you can see. Yeah, we're like, I'm like, whoa, I can see myself. Look at yeah. this shit. It's so funny yeah. to me that this is like, like, I know like we're talking and we haven't done this before, but like you have another podcast yeah. where you were on camera and like recording live. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, we used to, we used to go live like directly to Twitch. That's absolutely yeah. right. I'm also before it too so it's yeah. not <laughs> it shouldn't be that shocking but it is i guess oh um, i mean we haven't like had like a visual oh that's my alarm telling me to eat lunch um <laughs> to, otherwise um fuck that we gotta record <laughs> um but because like we haven't actually had like a video call or anything in a long time so like i yeah. don't normally see cheval he's just like a disembodied voice even though we can <laughs> like eight years something like that yeah yeah i know it we don't we don't see each other physically like like in the flesh very often but i'm usually pretty happy that whenever i turn on the webcam like i still remember how you look so it's all good <laughs> yeah. so it's all, it's yeah i'm like oh there he is I, his hair is slightly longer but yeah, mine stays yeah. the same because i shave it all the time i don't like i'm a hair stylist who doesn't like having hair which I need to renew my license. I keep forgetting to, and I'm worried that it ran out on accident because oh no, like, the week I needed to like really renew it was when all the work stuff hit out of nowhere, and I was just like completely forgot about it until I got back from my trip. So um, oh man, I'll see about that this weekend. Yeah, no, you need to get those Redken products again. You know, you can't. I know. I'm like, can't. I can't do people's hair without this shit. Like, I mean, I can. I can just bother Tina and be like, hey money for this <laughs> <laughs> no exactly there, there's loopholes but I, I hope you can hope you can find yeah. a way i i still i think i might dye my hair again soon because i think i finally stopped destroying it to a to a certain extent it looks good um, yeah it, it's earlier. it's doing a lot better i'm on like what year three i think i don't know it's been a long time <laughs> Every, a while anything after 2020 it's, it's all the same it's all like the same year it's just been a long like we're in like what september 3 or something or october 3 whatever i don't know <laughs> oh my birthday my birthday was a yeah. few days ago. <laughs> i was excited because i thought we were gonna get to like record on your birthday and then like i was exhausted and you and Healy were doing like a cute like harvest market thing or something like that yeah and i was also like so my my camera came and it didn't have, like, it just has, like, a USB-C thing. It doesn't have, like, an mm. actual USB that, like, plugs into your computer. Because a lot of computers have USB-C now, I guess. And so yeah, I had if you to bought it in the adapter. past two years. <laughs> right. I was like, what the fuck is this? So I had to, like, get an adapter on Amazon. And then I plugged it in. It was fine. But I was just like, why wouldn't you include that? It costs, like, four bucks. It's some evil <laughs> shit. I know. I was like, Logitech, what the fuck? Anyways. Yeah, I know. <laughs> No, I I hate shit like that, especially because my computer only has one USB-C port, mm-hmm. and I use it to plug in my monitor. But I I, I did hear that apparently they're going to make everybody switch to USB-C in the in like the UK or some shit, yeah. which is including really Apple. funny. Just yeah, scary. including Apple, which fuck them. Yeah. The, the yeah. lightning cable is just a shittier USB-C anyway. So yeah, like it might have been yeah. like better at one point, but like. Apple hasn't really innovated in like over a decade. So. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. that's a great estimation. They kind of, 
I, I think now, like, what, the back of the phone, just they add more stovetops every time with all the cameras, so. <laughs> yeah, it's just, all... like, four little dots. It's just, like, the like, whole thing by the end of it. Yeah, yeah, it's all fine. I, 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 I don't know. I, I'm an iPhone user, dirty iPhone user, mostly because, I mean, honestly, it's, it's simpler, and my phone doesn't that. slow down as often. I, when I used to have an Android, my fucking phone would start lagging after like a year or two and i've had this phone for like two years and it's been fine so oh yeah you have other yeah Yeah, i think like i don't know it's almost like out of principle i had an apple laptop a macbook for like you can ask them all that shit lasted like 12 years oh yeah rest in peace yeah that thing was a trooper um and i really liked it but i know they don't make them like that anymore like literally so i literally I might get, like, an iPad or something eventually to do some digital art because, like, I don't, I don't know. But then I would rather just get a tablet so I can, like, use it for all my computer stuff. So it's just kind of like, oh, I don't know. So. Yeah, it, it's almost too many options, right? It's yeah. Like, it's so weird. It's so weird. <laughs> yeah. Having that many options. Because, like, Wacom was, like, the only digital art thing for, like, years. And then... uh Huion, Huion, like, started making stuff, yeah. and then now there's, like, ten different brands that people talk about them all. Like, bro, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Yeah, and then, yeah, people are like, I just draw on my iPad, and it's like, okay, well, screw you too, I guess. Like, so. great. I'm glad you're making stickers on your iPad and having a good time. I mean that genuinely. That sounded really sarcastic, yeah. but, like, people... <laughs> It's, it's funny because I knew you were being genuine about it, but I was like, that sounds snarky. But I, sound, I, just, I was <laughs> like, that sounded incredibly rude, and that was not my intent. Um, I'm good at tone, <laughs> but, oh, but yeah, I, there's, there's a lot of options now. It's hard. Well, you get to, well, well, I'll give you a way you can beat up on people a little bit, because the Strive uh, crossplay test starts tomorrow. You know uh, what that means. It's time to destroy people. Let's go fight. Let's go fight some people. So for, for people who did, who don't know, um, Guilty Gear Strive is trying out crossplay. They're going to launch it soon afterwards, hopefully. But the beta is this weekend, and basically across all consoles, it's free for everybody to play through. A speci- you have to like download a separate application for the consoles, but um, it's free to play. All the DLC characters are unlocked. All the characters are unlocked. You can just go through and play it. So if you have not played this game that we never shut the hell up about. Um, you you should you should be able to start playing it probably the day this podcast comes out um, yeah, and yeah. go online and fight people. Um, just be just be wary that there are people who have been playing this game like a year and a half at this point, yeah. and they're mean. So um, us, we're the people yeah. who have been playing it for yeah, a year and a half. It's, yeah. it's Jamal I'm specifically. I'm not as good as him. So shit. No, Cal's gotten a lot better. He won't he won't ever admit it. We'll be no. we'll be playing Strive in like two. <laughs> two more years from now, he'll be like, I don't know, man. That's I'm just, just like a newbie. I don't know. What is it called? <laughs> downplaying? Just yeah. All the time. You're, people gotta start calling you a fucking hustler and shit. You're like, I just got second <laughs> in the tournament. It's fine. This fucking grifter over here. Yeah. <laughs> That's me. He, come, he came here with this uwu shit and then whooped all of our asses. <laughs> he came in with this pink sato skin and just everyone up. <laughs> Oh gosh, I say that while I play like the softest characters in the game, but you know it is what it is. It's it's fine. I play the the, the little the little trans girl and the hippie with all her yeah. little minions. So, 
Yeah. I can't really can't really talk about anything. Uh, if you see Shaval online, um, you should no, fight you him. It's fun, but <laughs> don't. <laughs> also don't. Yeah, don't cry. yeah, no, don't don't fight. No, but but in all seriousness, um, this is a fun time to pick that up. So go ahead and try that. I was very jealous of people who got to get in the Street Fighter beta, so I'm going to take my anger out on that with um Perfect. some guilty gear. Yeah, I I have been like consuming every video to do with Street Fighter Six all week, which has also made me laugh because fighting game players never never change. Every time a new Street Fighter comes out, people say the same thing they said about. <laughs> The last one, people were like, Street Fighter 4 is sucks. 5 is going back to footsies and basics. And then now it's Street Fighter 5 sucks. 6 is going back to basics. Or the other way around, 6 is so cheap. They have this move. Everybody has this move that has armor on it. Eight years ago, Street Fighter 4 is so cheap. Everybody has this move with armor on it. Cheval has been like uh, helping me do exposure therapy with Street Fighter because I have... Uh... <laughs> I have, like, a lot of apprehensions about playing it because of a friend that used to be... I think I've talked about this before. I had a friend who was really into Street Fighter, and uh, he was not a good person. And so I have a lot of negative yeah. associations with it. Um, but when Six was coming out, she would not stop sending me stuff. He's like, look at this. Look how cool this is. This is really yeah. cool. And I was like, yeah, it's pretty cool. So I wound up getting five when it was on sale. And... Um, We've played a bit of that. It was why I hadn't played Strive for a while, actually, because I was mostly playing, like, Street Rider with Cheval or playing roguelikes, as per always. As one does, um, yeah. As one does. So that was my MO for a while. But, um, yeah, it's been interesting playing it, and I've been enjoying it a lot more than I expected, which has been nice. But yeah, it's... getting back to Strive has been good. No, Strive is... Strive is still my favorite at the moment. If I, Street Fighter Five is just like, I don't know. It, it it's not an anime fighter, which I feel like is what people are expecting when they see a new two D fighting game. Yeah. And it's it just it doesn't work like Strive or Blaze Blue or Persona or any of those, right? Yeah. But I I still like it because like I don't know. It's just, it's just so simple. Like you don't have to do the fifty hit combos. You can if you're a dickhead and want to take down eighty percent of somebody's life and. I, sure, you can, but you know the game's not like based in that. So I don't know. It. I'm glad that you're playing it now because I'm like, yeah, this is a good game, and we need to prepare for six, so I can use jury and like prove that I'm not a foot fetishist. I just like the character. So it. it should... Everyone remember <laughs> this. Remember this until Street Fighter Six came out. Come out. Yeah, remember it until Six comes out. Yeah, yeah. So you get about whatever amount of months. They haven't told us when the game's coming out. I'm assuming. No, just like vaguely yeah. next year, I think is the yeah consensus right now. But we'll see. They're, they're releasing a lot of games. Capcom's releasing, I think, the Resident Evil Four remake. I think there's another Resident Evil coming out next year too. So they got like three games coming out next year. So. Yeah, I, which I'm also running through Resident Evil 4, which is still very tense, but also one of the most goofy-ass, Scooby-Doo-ass games I've ever played in my entire life. Like, it doesn't make, like, what happens in the game doesn't make sense half the time. Like, you're on a jet ski one second, and then you have to, like, ride, like, a platform over lava to go grab a key, and then there's, like, fire-breathing stone dragons and shit. And this is a game that is about zombies. So none of this makes sense. But it's, it's a good Halloween game. Yeah. yeah, yeah a, I feel like that's a good way to put it from what I like know of like Resident Evil 4. 
so yeah it's still it's still spooky as hell it's still like the sound design in that game is still like Mm-hmm. ridiculous i have to like turn it down sometimes i'm like no this is scaring the shit out of me i don't want to hear this music right now it's like no. dudes moaning and like this like hard like bass in the background or whatever that's like real slow and it's like i'm no i don't need that in my life i i um no I'm, I'm 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 looking forward to watching some more scary stuff and playing some more scary stuff though and i think i want to watch hellraiser but i'm not sure if it's oh yeah or not. It, i it like hellraiser fun. it's stupid it's stupid. Okay, good. That's what I. I mean, the it's original like, Hellraiser is stupid. They had Vagneck or whatever the hell her name was, but it's. I think she's back in this one. But <laughs> wait, is there a new one? Yeah, yeah. There's a oh! new one that came out. It's on Hulu. Um, the trans woman is playing uh, Pinhead. Um, so yeah. How did no. I miss that? I'm yeah, no. disappointed in my wife for not. <laughs> Yeah, no, you should go ask Sasha about it. I'm sure she knows about it. It just came out like last week too. But okay, yeah, I'm. I feel like I like vaguely know about this, but like it completely left my brain at some point. So yeah, it. I know it's been getting teased the past like year or so. I just forgot about it until it came out. Like it literally popped up on our fucking um, Hulu feed, and I was like, oh, it's out! Like right now, I can just watch it. So I don't know, but I kind of want to watch the original one just to, just the just the check because I think you should. Yeah. original first because i think you should do that anyways most of the time not with everything because sometimes the original is worse actually but um yeah the first yeah. The first hellraiser is really fun it's very um like the gore you don't mind and then like also hokey but also kind of harrowing in some ways i don't know it's a well done movie in my opinion there's a reason it's sickle classic Let's rock. We are back to Berserk, everybody. Um, now, for you guys watching on YouTube and in other places, um, we have visuals. So you can probably see exactly what we have. So right now, we're going to read um, what is on the very legal website up here. I'm not going to say it out loud. Uh, just kidding. Read Berserk. Um, we're on chapter 50. Congratulations, yay to us. We're like a 16th through this... <laughs> fucking manga i remember when i got to this point when i was independent reading and i was like oh we're close right and then i like kept looking forward trying to find the eclipse and then i was like oh my god we're still like 40 chapters out from this shit god damn and then after that it just like flies by honestly um i feel like getting up to the eclipse is like the like because you're anticipating it, right? Like, you know yeah. what's... Even if you haven't, like, read Berserk, you probably know something about that because it's so big. You've um, seen imagery. You, you yeah. might have seen imagery. You might have seen a meme or something. I think yeah, one of my or, favorite memes is... It's a, I'll, sh- I'll put it in the description, but it's like a Steven, okay. it's like Steven Universe going like, he's a, he told me he's a good <laughs> guy. He's not... He, he told me he didn't. He didn't mean it. It's he all okay, guys. It. It's okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, but the, oh. the eclipse is around the corner. And if you've been reading along with us, um, even if you don't know exactly what the eclipse is, we've been told about it. Some big shit is about to happen, right? Like something is going on. So, um, meanwhile, we'll go ahead and get to our recap of the past two chapters before this one. Um, last episode, we caught up with uh, Guts and Casca post uh, sex. Woohoo, congratulations to them. They really did it. Um, but uh, later on, they kind of have this conversation about, you know, Guts leaving. He's like, hey, um, actually, after we rescue Griffith, I'm just going to head out. I um, 
I don't want to actually stay with you guys. Psych. After, right after sex, right? Perfect timing for this. They're both still naked. It's all good. Casca rightfully freaks out, even after he's like, well, yeah, you can come with me, right? It's fine. I can keep stabbing you with my dick. I'm not joking. That's basically what he says. So, Romance. So, <laughs> it's very romantic, right? So, you know, anyway, they have that little moment, and they go back to camp. At camp, they're like, all right, listen, it's time to move out. We have a plan to go get Griffith. We have the intel we need. There's a secret entrance. We'll go find it. So everybody saddles up, um, and they go and head to the cemetery. There's a little secret uh, symbol that's on one of the tombstones, which Pippin pushes right over to reveal the secret entrance. This is where we left off. And if you want a more in-depth version of that, go to our previous episode, episode 30, which, sorry, does not have a video portion. Um, uh, crybaby emoji new thing and we yeah. are not retconning <laughs> it so we're not going back to exactly it would take another year honestly <laughs> no yeah that would take a yeah yeah so we are on infiltrating windom um chapter two and we have this awesome spread of casca and um charlotte yeah charlotte it just there's there's a lot of royal women in this in this manga i love that costa's royalty now it's like <laughs> yeah yeah no just look at it it's Casca. Yeah, so i love her <laughs> so we catch up with the band of the hawk and you know they got into the cemetery they went underground underneath that um, tombstone and it seems to kind of opened up quite a bit um so they're like in i would say it's like sewers it's like catacombs they're like under the city basically right so they're sprinting through, and all Guts can think about is Griffith, right? How he had this great dream of ascension, nothing flies above the hawk, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, right? And part of what he says is, you know, you would never come down to the land where we crawl. You know, the boundless hawk. Frustration, resignation, there's no one who's, who those words fit less, right? So he's thinking about, like, how he's so composed, how he's so all together, and how he doesn't need a reason, but you know, in between all of these thoughts, he thinks back to the time he was like, tell me, do I need a reason the time for the, when I saved you thinking about Zod or when he asked him if he was cruel. So th these moments kind of pop into his head while he's thinking about how, you know, strong and stoic and calculated Griffith is. But, you know, these thoughts kind of cu cut through and, you know, negate some of that. And, you know, part of what he thinks about is also when Casca says, you know, Griffith's no good without you. And, you know, he can't really finish this thought, but the last thing he thinks is, if that's true, if that's true, if that's the case, then I, but, you know, as they get, as he gets to this last thought, they actually reach an opening. So, you know, Casca says, yeah, we're here. And, you know, Guts kind of is like, well, we did definitely find this passage pretty easily. To which Judo is like, yeah, we, we have somebody on the inside. Don't worry. So they exit through what seems to be another grave, which is definitely like in the mausoleum, it seems to be. There's a lot of different religious figures and like tombs, I'm assuming, of like royalty. They have like, you know, their own sculptures put above their grave, which is inside of Midland, right? So they're inside, well, Wyndham. Wyndham is in Midland, right? I think that's... How uh, Wyndham's the castle, Midland's the uh, kingdom. Kingdom, right. Okay. That makes more sense. Okay, cool. So they're in the mausoleum and they see a, just a light in the distance and, you know, Guts is already ready to, you know, cut down whoever it is, but it turns out it's just a woman in a cloak and it's assuming that we're assuming this is the person who helped them, right? 
So she's like, wow, we've been waiting for you. You really did come. Uh, thank goodness. I kept wondering what was to come of us if you did not arrive. I almost expect to see ghosts here, right? So, you know, Guts saying what we're all thinking. He's like, who the hell are you? And, you know, she she's like, oh, hey, um, you shot a hey pal at Lord Julius when you were with Lord Griffith. And he's like, what are you talking about? So she takes down her hood and surprise, it's Charlotte, who we have not seen since uh, Griffith left. So it's been a year. She's, you know, about the same, but looks more depressed. I, I wonder why it's almost like her dad mm-hmm. went fucking insane or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> so this is good news. Um, I, for one, when I was reading this part, was not sure if she was still alive. So when it turned out to be her, I was like, okay, cool. Charlotte's still here. That's great. So Guts is shocked. He's like, wow, the princess did this? This That's crazy. But, you know, Casca's like, shut up, dummy. We Like, don't don't spoil our good luck. Um, let's be nice. So she starts doing the bowing thing. Like, hi, I'm Casca, the leader of the Band of the Hawk, the acting leader. She makes not sure to not say that she's the leader, right? And she's like, you know, the four of us are present here tonight because, you know, we have gratitude for the way that you've given us entry in here, right? And <laughs> Charlotte, Charlotte kind of just, you know, skims over that. And she's like, oh, yeah, I remember you too. You're the one I told to keep Griffith safe when you guys were setting out to Doldry uh, over a year ago. I didn't know you were a woman, though, which, um, you know, Casca is, is clearly a, a bit embarrassed by this. And we see Guts giving probably the most, like, shit-eating grin I've ever seen in my entire life. Like, I don't know what he's doing here, but it's my favorite thing. Him and him and Judo are kind of snickering. But then we also see this thought from Casca that's like, I wonder why, which is, you know, She's a real woman now because she had sex, right? Yeah, so <laughs> that's how that's how it works. Duh. After you have sex, you're a completely different person. So <laughs> Guts, of course, makes a joke to Judo. And is like, yeah, it's because it's dark, right? She took her for a woman. She couldn't even see her, right? And gets a lantern directly to the face. So, yeah. Oh, good on you, Guts. Good old, good old Guts. Like I said, he kind of, he's really annoying these next couple chapters. <laughs> yeah. Feminist king. That was cool. <laughs> Feminist king guts. So you know. Anyway, after smacking guts in the face and kind of brushing off the "you're not a woman" comment, Casca uh, is like, "All right, well, there isn't much time. We need to get to Sir Griffith." Um, you know, which she kind of corrects herself after saying Griffith, right? She's trying not to be too casual, trying to remember she's around royalty. But you know, anyway, the group head outside. It seems to be like midnight or like dawn, like dusk or something. It's like really fucking dark, so it's either like super early morning or in the middle of the night. And they're kind of walking through the castle. There don't seem to be any guards out. It's pretty clear outside. And, you know, Judo kind of remarks on, like, I wasn't expecting this kind of homecoming, you know, referring to the fact that they snuck inside. Mm -hmm. But, you know, as they're kind of walking around, which is cool because, you know, they don't really have too much to worry about. Casca's thinking about Charlotte and how she's the next in line for the throne. And, you know, she's holding, she has a pretty good, you know, disposition, despite, you know, having to take over an entire, you know, dynasty or whatever. And then she thinks about how, you know, she's Griffith's and, you know, Griffith's mission for success and that, you know, if Griffith still sees her as necessary for his goals, you know, especially after they rescue him. But, you know, then she realizes that she also has a lot of feelings for Griffith still, and it still bothers her that she's jealous of anything he does has to do with Charlotte. And, you know, as that's happening, uh, Guts walks by and she grabs his hand, right? And he kind of looks down like, huh? Like, he's like, wait, are we like on a mission or something? What's going on? And, you know, she 
she pulls her hand away as you know charlotte says something to her and you know charlotte is apologizing and she's like well i'm sorry about what happened all those years a year ago with griffith um and i really apologize because he's my dad right like it I feel responsible for this. And Casca's like, you know, I don't think that you should feel responsible. You don't need to apologize. You know, you're the reason that we got back in here. You're the reason we can even still get to, to Griffith. And <laughs> uh, Judo decides that he's just going to ask straight up, right? He's like, so, however, we're never going to clear the air like this. What was Griffith doing in your chambers the night he, he left, right? And, you know, Charlotte starts, you know, blushing. So she gets very, like, embarrassed. And, you know, one of her, one of her handmaids is like, uh, your highness. She's like, it's, it's okay. It's okay. It's fine. Um, that night, Griffith was in my bedroom. And, you know, we get this really, like, <laughs> I hate this shit face from Costa right afterwards. She's like, oh, God, I knew that that's what was happening, right? But before she can have this little mini breakdown, um, a couple of guards come rock- walking around the corner. And, you know, we see Judo and Guts get prepared to go into battle in case they need to. But, you know, they kind of calm down a little bit because Charlotte turns directly towards the guards and just confronts them immediately. And <laughs> they're like, what are you doing out on a, night, on a night like this, right? And then they realize it's Princess Charlotte and immediately start bowing. They're like, oh, God, how rude of us. Why would we even ask? It doesn't matter. You you can be out here. And she's like, it's okay. It doesn't matter. You, can, you guys can lift your heads. Um, it's fine. I was just going for a walk. I mean, it's it's okay. Like I can't stand it in the in the palace. I can't breathe. Right? She comes up with every excuse basically to like turn them around, and she's like, "I will go back inside in several hours," which to me sounds hilariously like that's a wild time frame to give guards after they see you, you know, out a few hours. Day. Don't worry I'll about be, it. It's midnight. I'll be back at four a.m. It is what it is. So you know, they kind of they kind of question it. They're like, "Well." I mean, I'm not too sure about that, but, you know, here comes Anna, the handmaid, with a bag full of gold. And they tip the guards, just bribe them a little bit, and they're like, all right, uh, the best of you and your bodyguards, see ya. Even though, um, I- I'm sorry, they've seen Guts before, they know what he can do. You can't tell me one of these guys didn't recognize Oh, right? sh- so- <laughs> Fine. So, clearly this gold is worth a lot to them, right? So, you know, they were they were able to get past them and, you know, Guts kind of compliments her and he's like, hey, not bad for, a, you know, sheltered princess or whatever. And, you know, almost on cue as he says that, she collapses <laughs> um, due, basically due to anxiety and nervousness. R- reminder, this is another princess, the second princess we've met in the story that is um, locked up and can't go anywhere. So it's probably very frail, right? So she's like, I was very nervous, but like you said, I can't do anything anyway. It's just you know, I could just manage to be able to do it, but I can do it only because I'm doing it for Lord Griffith, right? Which we get another um, excellently sad panel of Casca just mourning the fact that, you know, she still thinks that, you know, Griffith is probably going for Charlotte and that there's already something there, right? But, you know, as she's having her little freak, another little freak out moment, probably like the third or fourth of this chapter, you know, Guts, I mean, kind of gives her like a bro hug. I don't really know what he's doing here. But he like grabs her he's like, he's like he's like hey buddy should I hold your hand and she's like let go of me get out of here <laughs> but you know of course because she kind of does want to hold his hand she just grabs onto his cape and you know kind of like 
tags along, right? And he he kind of makes fun of her in his head. He's like, you're not some lost kid. You know, I thought we'd be keeping some personal feelings out of this. Which is funny, because that's... Like, they were, they said as much before they went out to go get Griffith, but of course, they're two early 20-year-olds, and they're like, yeah, we just had sex. <laughs> so they're very clingy. <laughs> and they can't even hide it when they're, you know, on a fucking infiltration mission to save their leader. Anyway, they finally become, come upon this old looking tower as um, <laughs> I think Gut says it if I'm not mistaken it doesn't it's kind of hard to tell who says it but it looks like something he's like that's old as shit <laughs> yeah he's like that's one old looking tower and Judo being the you know information machine that he is is like it's the tower of rebirth and among the many towers in Wyndham it's the most ancient they say it's been here since the time Midland was established possibly even before then I don't know exactly why it was built but it seems in times of war prisoners and during the Wait, in times of war, prisoners and during the Inquisition, heretics were imprisoned underground beneath this tower. So, yeah, it's very mysterious. Literally has been here longer since since Wyndham. So just keep that in mind as they go into whatever the fuck this is, right? So, you know, Charlie corrects him and is like, well, no, even the underground part is a prison now. And I'm pretty sure that Griffith is at the lowest level of this prison. So, you know, Casca's like, hey, thanks for for the help. We're going to go on ahead without you. Um, I, I really appreciate it. But Judo kind of pulls her over and he's like, you sure about that? I, we could use her some more. And Casca's like, what are you talking about? He's like, I mean, she could make a good hostage if we need one. And, you know, Casca's kind of taken off guard by that. She's like, she's the one who helped us out by this this far. I mean, I don't know why you'd want to do that. And Judo's, I mean, like, I mean, if you invite her, she might come along. Like, I don't think it would really be that big of a deal. And, you know, that's what Griffith wanted anyway, right? She'd be right with him. So it would all work out. And Casca doesn't like that, but can't really say that out loud to Judo. So she, you know, doesn't really say anything. But um, because they didn't realize, I guess they didn't realize they weren't, they were in earshot of the rest of the group or something. Charlotte's like, no, yeah, I I don't mind that at all. I do want to go with you guys. Um, I'm, I'm going to ask you, actually. I, I want to go into the tower with you. And, you know, the last thing we see is, you know, her asking while her handmaid is in the background, like, what the fuck are you thinking? No, your highness, I don't want to go in there. Mostly because she's going to have to go to you. So. Yeah. Yeah, that's poor the Anna. end of infil- Infiltrating Wyndham Part 2. Slap. Slap. Yeah, poor Anna. I... <laughs> Poor Anna throughout like this whole section. Anna goes so much. She's the real hero after she tries so fucking hard, and I'm just like, I'm so sorry. Poor um, Anna. I f- did not take a break to figure that out. Um, how to put that up? <laughs> I did the whole time. Um, yeah, no, so, no, 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 that hard cut was that was nothing. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Um, so. We are on the next chapter, which is chapter 51, I believe. Um, And in the books, it is the Festival's Eve, chapter one. So this is a two-parter, but we are going to stop on this one for today because uh, there's still still plenty to go over with all of these. So we're splitting it up a little. But, um, you know, Charlotte is still standing there and she's like, so like, will you take me with me? Take me with you? And... Even Costco's kind of taken aback. She's like, oh, your highness, like, I, I don't know. And Anna's like, no, like, we can't do this. That's crazy. Like, if 
like people find out, then everyone will like be in a huge panic, and like your dad will be so upset. And Charlotte's like, shut up. I don't give a shit. I fucking hate my dad. I don't acknowledge him as my father. And um, Anna's like, what the fuck? That's really something to say. And she's like, don't worry about it. Just forget it. Casca. And like immediately turns to her. She's like, please, Miss Casca. Like, I've almost never been away from here. I don't know shit. I can't ride a horse. I can't use a sword. And I'm just going to be a burden probably. But like, if I can do (laughs) like, I will do Lord Griffith. She always calls him Lord Griffith. If I can be with Lord Griffith, I will do anything at all. And Casca's like, "Eh." and like, Guts is very unimpressed with all this. He just wants to get inside. Um, Pippin's kind of in the same boat. But Casca's like, no, I'm I'm against this, and <laughs> everyone's like kind of surprised. And she's like, you may like be a good hostage, but like eventually, since we're in like this weakened state, you'll probably take us down because at the end of the day, like he's a criminal right now, and we're gonna be he's gonna be a fugitive, and if we are pursued, like we could be. We could be pursued across the border. If you're with us, it could be like a huge national scale thing. We don't even know if we'll make it out. He'll always be on the run. And also, like, if, like, news gets out about this, his name is going to be ruined forever because people remember him as the person who took the princess hostage. And he could, like, never go do anything again. (laughs) Do you even give a shit about that? And the princess is like... She's real sad. <laughs> She's just like, I just I just want to be with him, man. And Guts is like, why the fuck are we talking about this? <laughs> we to go inside right now. And but um and Casca's like, you know, it's like a pity, but if you're if your thoughts really are like solely on Griffith, like please listen to what I am saying to you right now. And um Charlotte does not listen to what she's saying she immediately (laughs) starts throwing a tantrum and she's screaming and she's like no like never i won't do this i say i'm gonna go i'm gonna go i'm gonna be with lord griffith and everybody immediately like claps their hands over her mouth and are like please be quiet we are not right now and i just i i love how even like pippin in this panel is just like don't don't say shit. <laughs> be quiet right now. Um, and you know, they're thankfully everything is quiet. It doesn't seem like any of the guards heard. And that's like that's that's quite a princess. The hell of a fucking princess. It's like I mean, we can't we can't let her go. She's just gonna start screaming again. And like tying her up probably be quickest. And Charlotte's like struggling and trying to say shit, and she's crying and. Oscar looks down at her and is like, you know, like, you can take your hands away. And everyone's kind of like, I don't think that's a good idea. Because she was just like, yeah, <laughs> you know, whatever. And Casca's like, you know, I understand. Like, let's go in together. And Carla immediately, like, tears up. Like, crocodile tears gone. She's like, really? <laughs> and, and Casca's like, Big spoiled what? kid behavior, yeah. I know, like, big princess energy. <laughs> but... Uh, is like, but, like, if Griffith tells you, like, it's futile, you gotta give up. Like, you need to. 
And she's like, okay, I guess. And like in her head, she's like, I'll just convince him, like in quotation marks. And I'm like, you had sex one time. I don't <laughs> a year <think> ago. <laughs> work the way you intended to. Um, but, you know, Guts is still like, we're still talking about this. Why are we still <laughs> talking about this shit? And Anna's like, well, like, what do I do? Like, what about me? And it's very obvious that she's going to be going and she knows it. But um, Guts is like, had enough of this shit. Sun's about to come up. Let's go. Like, we got to go in. And so he's kind of hurting everyone inside. And he happens to see Casca, like, hanging back. And because he's a sometimes decent boyfriend, not boyfriend, whatever the fuck their relationship is, he's like, hey, like, you good? And she's just like, I'm a horrible woman. And he's like, what the <laughs> fuck? Why are you? I'm a horrible. And he's like, I mean, you. It sounded right what you said. I don't think you like did anything wrong just now. And she's like, Yeah, that's true. But like somehow, like hearing the princess talk about Griffith, it just like you know. And Gets does not like that. Obviously, yeah. He's you know he finally has this connection with Gaska, and she's still thinking about Griffith, and he's like. All right, whatever. Like, right as she realizes <laughs> what she said and, like, the implications of the person she said it to. And she's like, I am so sorry. And he's like, you're making... My bad. He's like, you're making, like, a huge deal out of something fucking stupid. And you're the one who said not to mix personal feelings. And Griff is right here. So we need to fucking focus and get inside. And she's like, I'm sorry. And, like, goes, like, out to touch him in her head. She's like, what the fuck did I just do? That was stupid and you know guts pulls away from her because he's pissed and honestly i don't blame him if I'm being yeah. real. but griffith and, yeah but griffith <laughs> um and he's like he, he's like like i fucking said we don't have time for this and like everyone is looking back at them because they're having another fucking lover's quarrel in front of god and everybody <laughs> so they start hurrying inside and we get guts his little like internal monologue moment where he's like i can't fucking stand it when you brood over griffith but like <laughs> what i really can't stand is that i'm just gonna let it happen like at the end of the day because the one who really is still attached to griffith is me and they come up on the tower and thankfully we don't get a huge internal monologue this time we start getting into the actual action of things <laughs> uh judo gets to be really cool for a second <laughs> and like does his little knife tricks and kills both of the guards um and then they kind of, they grab the keys and shift them out of the way. And then they all set into the castle. Um, but meanwhile, we get this lovely, this lovely scene. Meanwhile. Aww, meanwhile. Um, yeah, there's this, uh, we're overlooking a forest outside of Wyndham. And we see the rest of the band who couldn't come along, who are all injured. And they're fixing some people up still. And Rickard's there helping with everything. And the guy who's like, I don't know if he's a medic or just like one of the more medically informed people of the group, but he's like, you know, talking to one of the wounded. He's like, you gotta hang like in there because like Griff is gonna be back and you'll have to haunt him if you wanna see him again, you know? <laughs> and the guy's like, no, like, I'm gonna see the boss. I'm gonna make it. Like, you could put so many stitches in me, I could take it. <laughs> he's mm. like, okay, man. So, sure. Yeah, but Ricker gets. Yeah. He's like, all right, bro. But um, Rickard gets sent off to get more water. And as he's, like, 
passing through the camp, like he sees everyone's spirits like considerably like higher than they have been in the past. And, uh, you know, it's, it feels good. He hasn't seen everyone like this in a while. And it's just a little bit until Griffith comes back and it'll be a huge, it's been a huge like detour. They've been through so much shit, but like, it's all going to be good once Griffith gets back. And as he's like pulling the water, he happens to see something like across the lake that they're next to and where he's pulling the water from. And at first it's just like a vague, like light in the distance. But as it gets closer, he realizes that it's an elf, like as it flies over him. And, um, he doesn't really like know what to do with that information. He's just kind of like, Oh, well, I, I saw that, like what's going on. It, that was, that was like, that was an elf. And right as he's like trying to process this information, he hears a huge, like, n- like a bunch of noise coming from the camp. And he's like, are we getting fucking raided right now? Like literally like when things are just about to get better and he starts running to camp and he's like, we just had to make it like a little bit longer. And then Griffith would have been back. Like how the fuck did this happen? why would it end like right now and as he gets back to the camp it is just completely destroyed and completely dark and on fire and that's where the chapter ends right now we <laughs> got a little cliffhanger this time i'm sorry Rickard's but, having a good time hey we're all having fun Rickard is going oh. to have he's going to be safe and well and nothing is going to happen to him for yeah. The indefinite future, I promise. No, no traumatization um, involved. No, he's fine. Um, yeah. So yeah, that is where we left off that time, um, and where we leave off today. Slash. Slash. So yeah, there's a lot to talk about, as per usual, with all of. This. Yeah, yeah. So uh, my my favorite dynamic of this is a lot of the dialogue is about you know the love triangle that <laughs> it, it it the the Griffith guts Casca thing it's like sort of a love triangle except like i guess like griffith's connection to them is like a dotted line like he's kind of like yeah you guys are really close to me right so i don't know the one the one moment that really took me off guard when i read this was whenever Casca just said straight up to guts you know because she trusts him so much she's like you know i just can't help thinking about her with griffith it really like pisses me off right Boy, the way I read that, I was like, why did she say that to him? And then he immediately is like... <laughs> He's like, what the, what the fuck did you just say to me? Like, why are you telling me this? And, like, it's great that <laughs> comfortable talking to him about it. But also, on the other hand, like... You didn't have to say all that. You it's been a year or two. Yeah, it's just, just so much. I was like, Casca what yeah maybe don't do that 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 combined with her little spiel even though she was right right i feel like she was really channeling she was really channeling griffith whatever she was giving the big spiel about why she should why they shouldn't kidnap her and why they shouldn't take her with them right she like is like well logically this 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 and this right when what we really know is like she just doesn't want her to come. She doesn't. Oh. She's probably she's mad that Charlotte's even the informant. Like she she's mad that this is yeah. even who he had to talk to. You. It's probably like something where Judo had to be like, "Look, we need to be okay with this, and yeah. you need to be 
okay with this and this is what's happening and she's just like whatever fine and i know that paints her as like very petty and everything but mm-hmm. also she's an early 20 something every early 20 something is petty like <laughs> that's kind of how i feel about it you know like it's not yeah. just like oh, she's petty because she's a woman and she's in love with griffith it's more like she's petty because she's young and stupid and like it's yeah. this guy she cares about but she also has another guy she cares about and she's still learning to deal with all these things and it's just like okay that's a lot yeah so. and guts is petty too i mean he fucking left for a year because yeah he to find himself or some shit like whatever the fuck that means i don't yeah <laughs> that's kind of the funnier part to me is like that's like that's like I like how everybody's like personalities kind of get to shine a little bit, you know, post all this shit happening. Like, you know, Pippin obviously has the most dialogue out of everyone, but um, yeah, he's so verbose. <laughs> seeing Judo kind of like, you know, poke and prod at stuff, kind of try to get the answers out of people. He already knows why Casca's mad. He's kind of suspecting that something happened between Casca uh, and, and Guts. Um, so. You know, just kind of seeing the little bantery moments. Anna, for God's sake, Anna's like the funniest part of these chapters because every time they decide to do something, she's like, "Stop, <laughs> stop doing that!" I just want to keep my job. Everything's already shitty, but like, if they find us for this, like, things could get worse. So, she's like, yeah. I don't want to lose my head for you fuckers, <laughs> but I'm also like obligated to the princess, and I'm gonna do my fucking job. God damn it! Like, <laughs> this shit done. I'm gonna exactly. do it well, but. It, 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 Good Honestly, she's a real her. one for all, all of this. Like, she did not oh, have yeah. to bribe guards. She did not have to go with her on this like little midnight like excursion mm-hmm. or anything. Like, all of everything that she is doing is like so much more than what she needs to be doing. Honestly, and I respect her. Oh yeah, it, it <laughs> feels like it feels like she's. Swat, like, swat, swat. I don't know. It feels like she might have been one of the only ones that would go with her. Honestly, Probably because not. like because. She was the one I think that might have. I don't. I don't think she was the one that caught her right with Griffith right. or whatever. I think that was an it, older person. Yeah, yeah. It was one. It was like another person over there. So like, she's just down to clown as long as Charlotte's safe, right? So it's good to see her in here because she's like kind of the comedy relief too. Because the whole time she's like, "This is the dumbest shit we've ever done. Why are yeah. we doing this?" And you know, another another good part is you know guts kind kind of trying to be like. I think the way the way that he keeps saying to the second chapter, like, what the fuck are we talking about? He's in there. He's right that we don't even have to talk. We can just go ask him. He's he's in there. He's he's at the bottom. What are we doing? Why are we speculating about his feelings? Let's just go. We'll find out when we get there. If she wants to come and risk her neck, I don't see why the fuck not. You know, like he's yeah. I feel like Guts is very much like you make your choices and then you live with them kind of person. Mm-hmm. Very very much so. Very much. So, especially later on, yeah. 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 That's his whole personality. So, to him, like, all this must seem, like, incredibly fucking stupid, where he's just like, why <laughs> are we still doing this, you know? <laughs> like, yeah, not having it. And, like, honestly, I don't blame him, because, like, Casca does get a lot of feelings involved with this, because she already knows something is up with Charlotte, because she's... yeah. Was like Griffith's target the whole time too, and then Charlotte basically confirms like, yeah, the reason you guys are on the run is because uh, we fucked that night yeah. and got caught. It was my fault. <laughs> yeah, 
like not she's bragging or anything. It's kind of her fault, you know? Yeah. Like, like it's my dad. I feel like I should take like responsibility. And the judo's like, so what happened though? Like, happened? yeah. That part killed me because it was in the middle of her being like, sorry, my dad did all this. And he's like, yeah, your dad. Anyway, um, what actually <laughs> happened? Can you, can you let us know what actually happened instead of yeah. uh, your fake version? Yeah. So, and I, I thought, it, I, I was also surprised that she even told them exactly what happened, especially all the nobility stuff or whatever the fuck. Yeah. Yeah. But I also at the same time. Like young and these are people who are like older than her and seem to know a lot more than her. So there's kind of like that kind of pressure. That's kind of how I was viewing it. Like, so also he asked her directly, like there was no wiggle room at all. He's like, what yeah. happened? Yeah, what what He's happened like, in the bedchambers? I know already because I'm judo, but like, what happened? Gosh, I uh, there there is one other moment I thought was a little corny. I think it was it's when they first meet Charlotte, and they're like, "Haha, she couldn't tell Casca was a woman," and then Casca's like, "What changed?" And it's like okay. that just killed I, me. <laughs> I didn't think it was Casca saying that. I thought it was like. Charlotte babbling and being like, I knew you were a woman this time, though. I wonder what <laughs> I wonder what changed. Crazy. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, yeah, but no, that, that would be funny. I don't know. That's how <laughs> Either I Either way, it's funny. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, she's, she's had her, like, hymen broken or whatever now. Like, she's like, I have x-ray vision. I can... Yeah, I can see. I can see he blew them guts <laughs> up. Yeah, it's... <laughs> I can see he got fucking railed. I can see, I can see the pipe. damage he did. Yeah, I, <laughs> talk about it the way Gus talks about it. Yeah, so th- that was a little funny. And this is where, like, this is where this this manga is kind of funny to me, right? Because it still does all the like goofy ass manga tropes yeah. and stuff, like all the goofy faces. Uh, Guts, Guts's face when he gets hit in the face with the lantern is probably one of my favorite panels in this whole comic. It's a good one. <laughs> like his his little like sly ass stupid face getting smacked. Shit eating grin. <laughs> so funny. But um, between those and um, you know even you know when they're standing right outside and they're still being kind of goofy, I just find it kind of impressive how he does this. And I'm still not like no, but like for real though. What's yeah exactly like I'm not yeah. like. God damn it, can we get back to Griffith? Like, it's still all on topic. It's real yeah. fast. It's never like, you know, oh, somebody's tits fell out. Let's talk about it for 20 minutes, right? It's like, here's a couple quick panels. Costco's pussy hurts. It's funny. Okay, let's keep <laughs> let's keep it moving, right? Which I feel like I appreciate. Yeah. I feel like it's because, like, he doesn't have Puck yet, you know? So he has to, like, introduce, like, a little bit of, like, comedic <laughs> timing every now and yeah. then. Like, hey... This isn't completely bleak, I promise. Please keep reading this. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's funny sometimes, too. And, like, I agree with you. Like, I think because he's so good at expressions and stuff, like, it all just feels very fluid. Like, there's a serious conversation, and then Guts and Judo are just, like, at each other. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It, it's, it's really fun because you get to see, like, you know, like, Judo and Guts have always been close, right? Like, that, that's a cool thing that, like, you get to see that, like, because he was one of the first people to approach him when he was on the wall, like, you know, sulking by himself after he joined the band, right? Like, so it's good that, like, he's still keeping those seeds consistent. It's not like, wow, we haven't seen Judo and Guts talking forever. Like, they're always talking. Um, Pippin doesn't just suddenly decide to grow a mouth all of a sudden either. Like, you know, it's it's all consistent. And 
you're right. Once Puck comes in, a lot of that stuff is put into Puck. Puck is a lot of like the, oh my God, why are there guts everywhere? Like why are there literally like organs all over the screen? And then little Puck pops out with like, like dandelion to like smack somebody in the face or something right so yeah like where did you come from i really appreciate it but where were you until like yeah it's it's literally like like there's an arc we're gonna read soon that like i think puck does not change the like seriousness of the arc at all even though like it's so heavy yeah it's very heavy and he's also like almost directly like the subject of it he's like involved in it right but even with him being his little slapstick self it doesn't take away from it and it's that's consistent throughout the series right like and when something is supposed to be taken seriously they kind of keep those moments away right like right when we have battles and stuff like that right like he has the jovial little funny moment where it's like ah costco had her period and you know that she tells the enemy that's why she wasn't on top of her game last time right like that happens, but then we don't have that, like, directly following, like, you know, a rape scene or something like that, right? Like, that hasn't <laughs> happened, at least up to where I read, right? Like, that yeah. hasn't happened, I've, right? I've read a little further than you, and I still haven't encountered that. I feel like he gets better at balancing, like, very intense moments with humor, because sometimes, even with this, it's just kind of like, oh, Jesus, okay, I was not ready for that mood switch. It was fine, but, like, I wasn't ready yeah. for it. And then with yeah. Puck, because you know Puck is just, like, a comedic relief character for the most part, it becomes more of a, like, smooth transition between things, which we yeah. can talk about when we get there. But, like, for right now, I think a lot of, like, the background interactions, like, that's how, like, friends in their 20s do communicate. Like, someone's having a serious yeah. conversation. Like the dean or something, and you're behind them, like, <laughs> you, got in trouble. like <laughs> you know, like it's normal, like early 20 something stuff. And I think that's why it works for the most part because all the banter seems very natural between like stupid kids, you know? Yeah, yeah, it, it and that's why it works, right? Like, this isn't like. <laughs> I, I, it's so funny. I like I like like Marvel movies, but I shit on them a lot to like make points on this podcast. But it's yeah. not like it's not like that type of thing where like this has a lot of levity. Why is this like fifty year old man making jokes at me right now? Like the world is about to fucking end. Can we not do this? Yeah. And we don't need a Stanley cameo right now. It's all good. Exactly. Like it's why I I prefer when that type of shit does come from younger heroes like Spider Man and shit. Right. Like it makes sense. They're in that stage of their life. They can't take shit right. seriously, especially guts and in Casca and all them like they've murdered people right like they've been in wars like of course it makes sense that they have to take levity wherever the fuck they can right Right. and they're gonna have dark senses of humor because again Guts grew up literally like killing people since he was like four years old or whatever you know like it's just like part of his life and it's part of Casca's life in a lot of ways and everyone else has also had a hard life so like Gallo's humor is just common and also sometimes your friend just says something really stupid when she's trying to communicate with someone and they think she's a boy and you're like what the fuck is going on what are you even talking about yeah i she's saying you know why did she say that to you (laughs) yeah she's like it's because he's like it's because she's in the dark right yeah you know you were a girl and costa's like thank you and everyone's like (laughs) you know and and if you go back and look at that panel it's even funny because even anna's like like Anna's like, why did you ask that? Like she's like, she's like, why would you say that to her? So yeah, it's it's consistent. It works. Um, and also, it's never like I don't know. 
there, there's there's specific anime banter that like I'm here for, and then there's anime banter, manga banter I'm not here for. So when it's like you know like. Like, there's nothing cruel that the Bandit of the Hawk does, right? Like, you've never seen Guts, like, like Fortnite dance on somebody's corpse afterwards, right? Like, he, he'll, like, yeah. make a sly comment and be like, wow, that was a big bastard or something like that, right? But he yeah. won't, like, you know, like, go like, oh, that was close or some stupid shit like that, right? So, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think what yeah. you're saying about, like, younger Marvel heroes having an easier time with that kind of banter, I agree with that a lot. I hadn't really thought about that too much before, but, like... I feel that's why, like, Peter Parker and, like, Jaime Reyes and stuff work so much better than, like, some of the Green Lanterns making jokes and stuff. It's like, you didn't, you're old. <laughs> like, you, I mean, you can still make jokes when you're old, but, like, yeah. it's a different kind of humor sometimes. Like, you can tell when it's, like, a younger person writing someone who's older and then not thinking about the voice at all. I feel like that's really evident yes. in a lot of manga and a lot of comics where they're like, yeah, this is. I can just put this horny humor like throughout this, and it's like it doesn't apply to every character though. Like, yeah, it feels really weird if you're not making like Dragon Ball Z or something like that. You know, like it's not right. that kind of cast. And I feel like I've run into that recently with certain manga that I've read, where I've been like, "That didn't hit right. That was a really weird joke, and not like even because it was a bad mm. joke, just because it was the wrong person who said it." Oh. Yeah, yeah, I could definitely, I could definitely see that, Can, and I feel like that's just like a writing thing, right? Like, oh yeah, you, you'll a lot of people like to make jokes about how shows these days, which I agree with, right? Like, they'll have to write a fifteen-year-old, and the room is full of people who are like at least twenty-five and up, right? Yeah. So nobody knows how to write nobody a fifteen-year-old. I was watching some, I forgot what the show was. I was watching some Hulu series the other day. I think it was Only Murders in the Building. I was watching that that show the other day, and there's a, one of the characters. That. It's good. I like it. It it is like critical of. It's really really funny, but it's also critical of true crime podcast stuff. Okay. Um. But but because the three the three the three main people they podcast is they eventually start oh a podcast. God. It's very meta. It's funny. it's super it's super funny. I also I've always loved Steve Martin. I just always thought he was funny. But yeah, yeah I I was watching that and. There's a character who's like somebody who's like the stepdaughter of one of the characters or ex-stepdaughter. And she's supposed to be like 15 or 16. She uses every single slang word from the past 10 years. She says all of them not consistently. She doesn't have consistent lingo. It's just she'll say lit. She'll say that's fire. She'll say um, something about TikTok, like just randomly. Right. And sometimes it's OK. And then other times I'll look over at Haley and I'm like why did they write this character like this? Like they couldn't have like done anything else so like we like to make a lot of fun about that but like I, it does happen the other way around it definitely happens with like you have a 20 something who like i'm sorry i don't think i could write a very good 45 or 50 year old right like even where i am i don't i don't know what it's like to be an old fuck so <laughs> I, we're out of that and we're not quite there yet yeah yeah so and that's another thing that mira i think does well is like with Princess Charlotte. What does she do when she can't get what she wants? She throws a tantrum. Yeah, which she throws a fit. Fucking hilarious. Um, she was so funny when I first got to that. I, I like, leaned back from the book. I was like, no, yeah. ma'am. What <laughs> are said, you no, 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 no. She started, like, like waving her arms everywhere and shit. That killed me. Because I was like, oh, yeah, no. She's still, like, what, like, 15, 16? Yeah, like, she's, yeah, she's, she's 16 at this point. Or 17. Yeah. Like, something in that. 
But also she's been super sheltered her whole life and her dad has treated her like a baby for like ever and not let her like make adult decisions or anything like that. So it definitely so she's a baby. Yeah. 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 She doesn't have any responsibility in that sense. So of course she's going to like not know what to do when she get, doesn't get her way, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it makes sense why she does that. It, and, you know, he, he even the way he writes like Godo and stuff like that. Like one thing I thought he did good with the age thing was, last chapter when we talked about um because that's part of what gets told Casca about last chapter was what he was doing during the year but go to the blacksmith i feel like that was a good like show of the dialogue between like the ages because he was very like he wasn't even like sagely he just spoke very like plainly like he was yeah. like yep this is my life and it's what i do um no i don't have humor about it it is what it is if you find what i'm saying funny it's i wasn't trying to be funny and <laughs> yeah exactly he's just an old man and i feel like it's he's written well the next like as he he pops up more yeah. too, right well, so because like he does this... jokes later on but it's like very yeah. appropriate jokes for like his kind of character so it works i don't know yeah i feel like because you said it applies to all writing i feel like that happens in ya a lot where people will like have a voice and they use that voice for everybody and mm-hmm. they use it for adults they use it for kids and they use it for people their own age and it all it's just like, kind it's of like a james patterson novel yeah, <laughs> yeah no it is all, like all of his ya honestly it's like i don't know to me it's like when someone like shoehorns fandom into a book and you're like oh you like fandom this is just like self-insert stuff for you in a way you know like it's, yeah it's one of those things where you can tell like this is your voice this isn't you thinking about a character necessarily yeah. I hate that. <laughs> it's really disappointing to me, especially with like something I was looking forward to because I'm like, I like, I want to like this. I really do, but like, I don't feel like it's distracting almost because yeah. it's just, like, what are you talking about? That makes no sense whatsoever. I don't right. understand. And right, so, it's kind of alienating your audience to insert yourself. Yeah, in, because in like the kids either sound like too old, the young people sound like way too young, and they're saying things old not say and like because like each generation has different like yeah and be my boss won't ever watch this so i can say it um she, <laughs> she still says um out of pocket when she means out of office so she's like, like i'm gonna be out of pocket no like, she just oh, what's she like, gonna say today <laughs> I haven't corrected her because it's really harmless and it's really funny. And technically, it can mean that. But, like, I've never heard it that way before. And so, like, to me and everyone my age, we're like, you're, you're, oh, you're out of pocket today. You're out of pocket? Me oh, too. Shit, she got it all the time. No, the that's time, really funny. Out of pocket. I've definitely heard that. Like, a lot of, there's a lot of people who do that when they mean out of like, yeah, yeah. When they I, mean, I like, think I'm just gonna be away, or I'm not gonna be available, and they're like, I'm gonna be out of pocket. Too, I am completely out. I'm out of here, bro. I'm doing what the fuck I want. Yeah, I. <laughs> oh my god. See, <laughs> it, like, it, it, yeah. I feel like that kind of stuff is like, like it's important to get those kind of differences, right? Cause right. It's it's like it's like you know, I don't know. It, it goes into accuracy because it's not even about like being a, being stingy about stuff like I, I think it's always funny when um you get mad i get mad about this stuff all the time when you have like something that's like 
this takes place in the 80s, but they use a song that came out like 91 or something, even though it fits uh, the vibe of whatever they're trying Sasha to do. Hates that. I do like too. I don't always know when stuff comes out because I'm bad at time and I'm bad at dates. Mm-hmm. So sometimes Sasha will be like, that came out like five years after this movie is set. And I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, ew. <laughs> like, I can't like unhear it for like the rest yes. of the movie. Yes. That happens to me all the time with any, a lot of horror stuff has been doing that recently that's placed yes. in different decades. Yes. They'll do that. And I'm like, it took it took cursory research. It literally just took you googling what time did this song come out and then trying to find a new choice, right? So, yeah. I, it always pisses me off, and I I can forgive it occasionally, but usually if I even like know that, like for instance, like Stranger Things, I've heard because I haven't watched this in season two because I got like three episodes of season two and stopped. Oh, I understand. I've I've <laughs> yeah, it, I just was bored. Just side note, I was just <laughs> bored. I was so bored. There was um, like Stranger. Sorry if you do. Sorry. I I think there's like four seasons now. Holy shit. How do you even get I hope you guys enjoy your Funko Pops because there's so many of them. Um, oh, God. God. Y'all keep going. <laughs> but like even that show, right? They they do a very good job. But there's occasionally where I'm like, that wasn't the fashion. Like Y'all, y'all kind of are just going for the trope without thinking about the decade you're in. Like, so I, I don't know. It, which is funny because like, was I alive in the 90s? Half of it. But do I know what they dressed like? I can, I can probably have yeah. a really good like answer for you if I had time to research it, right? So yeah. like I, I I don't know like just that type of accuracy, whether it's like the period or like the age specifically, like and I get it. We're talking about a manga; it's not like you know super descriptive and stuff. But from what we yeah. see from the characters and the characterization, like everybody acts differently based on like where their place is in this universe right so and i feel like it's all pretty well done and you know that's why all these micro interactions make sense it's why Casca being so stoic or whatever doesn't work out because she's also a very young woman who just had sex for the first time and is having all these conflict yeah of course (laughs) of course like if this were a 40 year old character even if it was the first time she had sex she'd probably be like okay that's cool whatever i got shit to do uh, I, like, <laughs> Actually, we, let's go get Griffith, man. I gotta go do my laundry. I gotta like save this guy. Like we gotta go. Like this is. She, I don't have time. She starts smoking a cigarette right after and be like, "Ah, let's go." I'm just, <laughs> like, let's go. like I'm just imagining like biking instead. Just like, like okay, kid, you get out of here. We have to go save Griffith now. Amazing. So. <laughs> I love it. Um, I would read that. Um. <laughs> Uh, I think, like, with fantasy stuff, you have a little more leeway, you know, because, like, mm-hmm. I think we've talked before about how Mira uses, like, so many different, like, influences for, like, his designs, mm-hmm. like, yeah. across Europe, across Asia, across, like, literally every continent, mm-hmm. and he's just like, I like that, I'm gonna put that in my comic, I'm use you it. know, and it's a fantasy, so you can kind of get away with that for the most part, we will talk most about part. that more later so much Soon. i hope oh, yeah. we're already because oh boy do i have things to say um but <laughs> jesus christ but yeah there's Something. like you have a little more wiggle room you know like you can mix decades around you can like make your own history and because mira does have like a relatively solid world that he's built like he can get away with that stuff and so yeah. It, I think I honestly think if he like wrote ages poorly, it would have been kind of shocking. Just because mm-hmm. like he's around, everything he's around that age too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like everything else is so. Uh, that's the thing. We even see a mausoleum in this chapter, and the mausoleum is like 
it's so weird to me like this and this happens a lot like reading a lot of japanese like manga or like even other media and i see people it's like i talk about the evangelion thing a lot right where it's like they use the religious symbol symbolism because they thought it looked cool yeah they they thought it looked sick right and that's kind of how i see a lot of religious figure stuff and a lot of anime unless it is like they're beating you over the head with it like no this is about god right like that's happened a couple times usually exactly that was exactly what i was thinking about <laughs> got you so it, unless it's something like that usually it's like this weird like they you can tell they took the aesthetic purely right. because even even in the mausoleum right there's um it's the mausoleum show. where they meet where they meet yeah where they meet charlotte there's like these guys that kind of look like jesus holding bibles and stuff Oh yeah, they have and like they're, saints. They're, they're kind of doing the saint thing, yeah. And and that's the thing, right? This is just the influence. We don't know like what gods they actually. We don't know yet, right? We start to know later after. Find out later. We don't know yet. I'm excited. <laughs> it's inter. It's very interesting. We will. This, this the religious chapters are really cool, but okay. we don't know exactly who they who they worship. I don't even know if Mira knew at this point, right? No, probably not. Honestly, yeah. Because that's a, later. And that's the thing, like, this this panel really kind of made me laugh because, like, there's, like, not a cross on the Bible. There's not, there's a lack of crosses. That's what it was for me, where I was like... Oh, like, it's all yeah. the same, but there's no cross. Yeah, there's no cross. And that's, I find that in so many different things. I need to come up with better examples, but definitely, like, in Cowboy Bebop, there's, like, a scene in a church, and you can't really tell it's a church unless you know, like, about the stained glass stuff and all that stuff. And it's because they use it because it was dramatic. And I and this is gonna sound really rude, but I think that is so cool when they're like, "I saw Christianity, fuck all that other shit. I like that shit. That looks cool. I like the way that looks." What King James? I don't give a fuck who that is. Give me that book. The nigga. Oh, he's he's on the he's on the crucifix. He got nails in his hand. Like they just see the shit and it looks cool. And I'm like near near Automata. Near Automata has a lot of stuff about Adam and Eve, and there's like biblical references in it. It's because it's cool. Adam and Eve are two brothers. It, it barely has right. anything to do with, like, it has some stuff to do with the Garden of Eden a little bit. They borrow from the concept. Has nothing to do with actual religion. They, like, oh. it's just borrowing themes because they're like, that sounded sick. And right. controversial opinion, if <laughs> a lot of the times when religion is used like that, I think it's fucking sick. And I prefer it like that sometimes. Now, if it's like a movie I did want to talk to you about, I, I finally watched The Witch, even though you've been telling me to watch it for years uh, um when it's something like that that's different i want that it, it is very well done etc cetera, etc cetera. but if you something like evangelion or yeah it's an excellent movie we can talk about it after i want to talk about it to the summaries but yeah it's like when i when i see it just aesthetically i like that shit because right. it's kind of like it's kind of like yeah we liked the aesthetic of it and then we stopped reading <laughs> Which is hilarious, subjectively. Yeah. Also, to me, it's kind of like, I feel like they, like, have the right to do that, given how, like, especially how, like, Western cultures are about, like, anywhere in Asia, where they're like, I saw, like, a temple in Asia, and I'm gonna apply, like, all this weird ritual shit to it, and let them, like, put it in my Marvel movie or whatever, you know? Mm-hmm. And there's just so many oh, God, things yeah. that, like, we've done that in comics and stories and, like, whatever especially with like um south asian stuff like with indian culture where um 
you know, it gets, like, a very sinister slant a lot of the time. And then, like, with, like, Japanese shrines and stuff, it's always very, like, spiritual and pure in a lot of ways. And then sometimes yeah. it's really scary because there's a ghost. But, like, you're used to it being pure, so it's extra scary. And, like... Yeah. Purity in just, Japan. Yeah. There's a lot with that. And, you know, like, countries like South Korea, like, they're largely agnostic and stuff like that mm. too but people still apply like japanese stuff to korea which is a whole nother thing um yeah yeah that's a that's... whole other ball of wax but like they have a lot of like yeah. traditional sh- uh shaman practices you know and it's very different from anything else um right. but they also have a huge like baptist like sect that is like specifically like south korean baptist which is very different from a lot of things I've experienced, honestly. So it's just very interesting to me how, like, uh, in Japan, like, the the Eva thing has been hilarious to me since mm-hmm. I thought about it. Because I was like, oh, like, there's some symbolism in here. That's cool. And then, like, I read the thing where he was like, yeah, I didn't know what the fuck it meant. I just thought it looked cool. And I'm like, you know what? Hell yeah, right? man. Yeah. <laughs> you should go ahead and do that. Like, Why is Adam crucified? Because crucifixion looked cool. Why is he named Adam? Cool. The name don't Adam is cool. It. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, just don't worry about it. And, like, with Christianity specifically, I feel like it kind of deserves it. I'm not even going to lie. It's already taking from so many other religions. And, oh, I'm getting spicy. Yeah, <laughs> it's already taking. I mean, no, you're, you're, you're right, though. So. Especially, like, Especially, like, I'm sorry, like, we do so many things in America that just either fetishize or, like, bastardize a lot of Japanese or Eastern Asian cultures. Um, I mean, like, look at, look at the, like, the cyberpunk genre, right? Like, yes, that's just... an excellent example. Oh, boy. As much as I enjoy some cyberpunk media, it is incredibly, like, awful towards Asian people. Specifically, a lot of Chinese stuff. A lot of, a lot of, a lot of it is implying that, like, basically they're, like you know, we're going to be tyrants, take over the world. So there's so much with sci-fi where it's like, oh yeah, we're all going to speak Mandarin someday. I'm like, Ooh, yeah. What are you doing? That is, we could talk about Firefly. Yeah. Oh, we could talk about Firefly all day. I, I feel like, I feel like there's so many things like that where it's like, they're they're like, especially like the, we only speak this one language and it just happens to be a, a Chinese language. Right. It's it's severely racist, yeah. super it's racist. So racist. It's really weird. So anytime the religion thing happens, I think it's always funny when there's an American watching Eva for the first time, and they're like, "Why'd they yeah. do that? That's so disrespectful." And then I'm like, "You probably My have a kimono funny. in your fucking house. You probably you probably bought a katana and have it hanging above your fucking bed. Like who? Like who asks you? You, you bought like, a like cheap fan at the mall like vendor stalls. You know, like I yeah." I don't know. Like, there's so much stuff with that to me. Yeah. And I mean, it's happened for years. Like, people have taken from Japanese art without crediting, like, you know, Japanese traditional artists and things like oh, that. Oh, yeah. A, a lot of... West, and that's how a lot of Impressionism started in certain ways, you know? Like, it's it's constant. It's not just, like, a recent thing, like, since, like, the 70s or the 50s. It keeps or going. It just e- keeps even... happening. It keeps going, it keeps happening, and you can, I mean, you said it well with, like, art and stuff. A lot of, like, our stuff is just, like, straight up stealing from Japanese artists. (laughs) Like, now we're making fake, we're making, like, wannabe animes now and shit. Like, it's, it's really, like, it's really bad. Like, and I I do want to hear what you have. Okay, actually, no, 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 please tell me. I want to know. So I have I have a friend, uh, Magic. If you ever listen to this, I am talking about you. Um, but I have a friend too. I made through the Guilty Gear Discord that I'm in, 
And he somehow, despite playing anime fighters, despite being like 20 something years old, has like no anime literacy whatsoever. Like any huh. anime culture literacy, any like awareness of that. Because like he saw some stuff and he was like, I don't like that. And he just like didn't concern himself with it for a while. So now with his friend group, he's like starting to learn more about stuff. And I was talking yeah. with him the other night because someone got him into fate. Just like he he was doing it like ironically. And then he would like realize and he's like, well, I'm in too deep now. Because like I almost became unironic after a minute. <laughs> I'm just like, I'm sorry. But Dude, we talk the, about it a lot. <laughs> the amount of shit lords I knew. The amount of shit lords I knew who were into fate in in college, and I just, know it made me it made me just not want to get into fate because no. I was like, well, if you like this, then I'm I play Melty Blood, I play Melty Blood all day. I don't care, but <laughs> yeah, and like I, I've explained this to him a couple times. I'm like, it's like I know you're in it because you like the because he doesn't play the games, he hasn't really watched anything or read anything. Like it's just people yeah. telling things. He's like, that's cool. I like. King Arthur and stuff, and like jokingly, like he was like, "Sure, I like Artoria, whatever." And then it became not a joke. <laughs> um, and I'm like, I'm so sorry, <laughs> that's hilarious. Um, you picked the horniest anime you possibly could. Um, Besides, but, like Tsukihime or something. Yeah. Oh my fucking god! Yeah, yeah. they're like, remaking that, by the way. I think holy shit. As, they're they're gonna do the same thing they did with Fate. They're like taking all the oh. porn parts out, but they're remaking it. I'm pretty sure because right. Multi Blood is popular again. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me at all. Anyways, um, we were having a discussion. I think like literally last night about because uh, he didn't know what Orientalism was like as a word. Like he knows uh, what it is, but he didn't know the word. And I brought it up, and I was like, oh yeah, like. You know, I was kind of explaining, like, the background of the word to him, and I was like, to me, like, a lot of modern anime culture is very Orientalist, and it's, like, modern-day Orientalism, because how people in America consume it, I think I've talked about this before mm. on here, too, and definitely talked about it before with you, but, like, mm. just how people in the West tend to consume anime and view it, and the reasons they like it, it's not because it's cultural appreciation or they're appreciating the art a lot of times. Mm. As they have this idea of what Japanese people are like, and this yes. like fits that idea because a lot of it is fan service stuff yeah. that they tend to consume, and mm-hmm. like yeah. I and like as frustrating as it is for me when Japan like exports more of that stuff, you know, like yeah, I, they export it because we buy it, buying like, it, you yeah, know, there's a market it. for it, and like yeah, talk all the time about like oh Japan, there's like so many pedophiles, which like there's so many in the states too. That's it's why like they the call, the call here. is coming from inside the house. The Literally. call is coming from inside the house. Like <laughs> I no, and and that's a great way of putting it. Like I, I don't know, a lot of it is orientalism like you said it is like yeah. not really like appreciating it because i i always think about like how i consumed anime which is like i thought it looked fucking cool so i wanted to watch it and i liked a lot of the yeah. series right i watched anime when i was in japan just because i was just wa- i just happened to be watching anime a lot of anime at the time right like right. but i never like took it as like this is an example of what japanese people are like right like because exactly. it's fantasy media it's it's yeah. the same thing as like me watching fucking i guess the Hobbit and being like, yes, all British people are Bilbo Baggins. Like it doesn't they make are, any, no. <laughs> but they are, but they, but they are. I mean, so, so I don't, it, it, it is, it is weird. Cause we have this come up all the time, right? Like we have, I'm going to bring up the Bridget, con- the brisket conversation, right? So oh, people, people don't know long story short, there's a trans girl character in guilty gear. A lot of people want to deny it because the character used to be a um, cross-dressing boy. Right. 
Um, and she has decided to identify as trans because of story reasons, right? Like it's her own personal journey, et cetera, et cetera. Um, a lot of American, non, non-Japanese, a lot of non-Japanese people, these are who I'm talking about, a lot of non-Japanese people coming out of the woodworks going, well, that's mistranslation because Japan doesn't like trans people and actually uh, uh, futanaris are more common than you would know in um, in Japan. And also a lot of these people have, a lot of people I've seen, I saw people who have futa in there. Um, do not Google this. Do not Google this. If you're listening, no, this, I won't. do no, not, I won't. do not Google this. Don't, don't Google do this if you're listening. It is, it is, it is a porn thing. You guys um, don't do this. <laughs> We're no. dead serious. It, 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 the easiest way I can describe it is like a, a femboy thing, right? It's very derogatory towards um, trans women, right? So, Sorry, it's more like yeah. when it, a, like imagine a cis woman, but just with a dick. That's what yeah. it's supposed to be. And that's yes. why it's different from femboy stuff because it's not someone cross dressing technically. It's a woman, but she just has a penis for whatever reason. Yes. Usually it's like a magical reason or something too, which makes it even harder. Anyway, and with that sorry. description, with that description, you can see exactly how fucked up those people's thoughts about gender are. Yeah. Right. So, a lot, like I said, a lot of these comments come from people who are not Japanese themselves. They were foraging screenshots. They were sending fake emails to people. Like they were very serious about this character not being trans. It just out of pure f- fabrication of what they think Japanese people think, and not just coming to terms they have a fetish. Right. So. We see this all the time, like with a lot of different mangas and stuff, where they're like, "Oh, but because I read it in a manga, and because my favorite porn is um, is X is X Japanese porn category, I know things about Japanese people." And <laughs> a lot of it has to. I've seen a lot of gender conversations around stuff, and a lot of stuff about gay people in Japan, and how people have come up with this thing now, where apparently we like gay people in the United States, and they don't like gay people in Japan. Um, when did they start liking gay people in the United States? That would be really cool if someone would like point me to like <laughs> when that happened. And also when they like they're like, Oh yeah, the woke West they want yeah. to transify also, everyone and I'm just like ah <laughs> Yeah, they're gonna but, transify everything, even though the creators of the game came out and said themselves, Oh yeah, no, this is a trans character. Like, yeah, she's yeah. a woman. Like they, 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 they were had, like, she's the she, her pronouns. That was like literally the statement they put out. They had to do this too, mind you. Japanese people had to explain something they made to these weird motherfuckers, like a whole world over, that they meant what they said. Because they have, because they have this rudimentary, like, everybody is so clean in Japan and they behead every gay person they see. And, you know, they don't want to see those things here. And it's just like very, alien like they think of them as like this like imaginary people when japanese people are real and um they know that trans people exist and they can make trans characters in their own and sometimes they are trans i know that's like a huge concept to a lot of men on twitter apparently but like some of them are trans and also the Bridget thing to me was so ironic because it kind of came on the tail end of like Testament being announced to be like officially a gender, you know? Yes. And like the way they are presenting now is definitely more like effeminate in a lot of ways to the point where people think Testament is a woman now. And it's very much like a trans narrative. Both of them are very good trans yes. narratives in my opinion. I don't, I know a lot of people will disagree with me. I don't care. Mm-hmm. I think they're both really 
good. They're wrong. Um, I mean, it, it is. Wrong. Like, it's there. It's, it's in the fucking. <laughs> read the lyrics to the fucking like character tracks. Like it's all right in front of you, unless you're like. It's it's like the Nauto thing. It always goes yes. back to the Nauto thing. It always it is refusal to see something, <laughs> it, refusal to see something because of your own biases and weird thoughts about cultures you've never actually right. interacted with. Like it's the weird thing. shit, man. Guts, guts, guts will get there eventually. Yeah, guts, guts will get there. Guts will get there. We'll next time we'll catch up with him and the rest of the crew. But um, until then, we appreciate y'all for coming through. It's been. Good, good first video episode. We're, yeah. we're finally here. Um, stuff may start changing. We might switch around the layout and stuff, but we're still kind of figuring stuff out with it. But it's here. Yeah. We have video episodes now. Where it's kind of a work. test run just to see if like we could even get it working because I am technologically illiterate sometimes, um, but we figured it out. So yeah, no, we got it to work. A little- yeah, it's all it's all looking good. We have good camera quality and all that stuff. We will make a Twitch channel soon. I'm going to make us one so we can stream stuff. Uh, and it'll just be an easy link. I it was funny because I was like, I could just have it be my channel, and I'm like, that's super confusing. So we're just gonna have our own Twitch channel. Yeah, I think it would be good. Stream on there. Also, maybe we'll do a live episode sometimes. But honestly, having two ADHD people doing one thing, you have no idea how much shit we hey, cut. But- <laughs> or Chaval specifically, because he's the editor most of the time. But goddamn, y'all would, y'all would be y'all would be, y'all would be like, like flabbergasted. Uh, I. I, I still have an idea that some of the cut conversations I'll just release only the cut parts on the Patreon. <laughs> so Holy if anybody wants funny. those, yes, I, I like there's stuff I've cut out that we actually don't want on on audio, right? But there's some yeah. stuff where it's like that was just a really long conversation. So yeah. <laughs> if you guys you ever did. want some of that stuff, it just cuts in on me being like, and then capitalism. <laughs> <laughs> Talking Holy about me shit. wanting to redacted the presidents and shit. Yeah, I know. Oh my god. It's, yeah, it's, just talking about the queen for like literally an hour. Oh my god. Like, I I, I actually have to cut a bit of that conversation. I didn't cut as much as I as I thought I would have to, only because I thought it was valuable. So yeah, no. <laughs> fuck the we're, queen. We're <laughs> a multi we're a multi purpose podcast here. We talk god. about Mr. we talk about literally everything Because <laughs> we're just hanging out. Oh my oh, god! Boy. Holy shit! <laughs> so, but, yeah, thank you guys for listening yes. and indulging us in our continued efforts to talk about Berserk in a serious manner and not always succeeding. <laughs> we, we're gonna have at least at least sixty episodes, right? Because <laughs> I think thirty episodes from now, I'm kind of trying to think about where we'll be, and I'm like, okay, I don't think I've reached that part yet. But no, yeah, yeah, I feel. It's I like mean, like, if chapters, we're going, yeah. if we're going by, like, if we have, like, 50 by, like, episode 30-ish or so, then, like, we still have, like, <laughs> a lot left. I can't yeah. do math. You know I can't do math. I'm fucking dyslexic. Math, math, math is it's irrelevant. It's irrelevant. I think we'll but... have at least, like, um, fuck, I don't know. <laughs> At least ninety more episodes, probably, if we're being real. So yeah, we got we got a, we got a bit <laughs> left. So if we have that many episodes left, it's good. We got the the, the video working now, so that's good at least. Yes. So yeah, I I'm I'm excited. It's it's good to have everybody here. So um, yeah, just real quick, I'm gonna I'm gonna do my usual my usual thing. I can remember it this time, even though there's cameras. 
Um, so you guys can find us on Twitter at under, let's underscore unpack underscore it. You can also find us on Instagram at unpack that pod. We also have a Gmail where you can send us um, letters where we definitely won't make fun of your queen afterwards. And, you know, tell us how much you like the show. Um, it's, <laughs> it's, we are unpacking it. Um, we are unpacking it at gmail.com. So yeah, just shoot us anything over there. You can also become a contributor to the show on our anchor page, which is linked in the description. Thank you to the guys, you guys who've been contributing for the past several months. Um, an update on the um, donation to Buckle Bunny's Fund. We are I was going just to make going that. to do that. Yes, yes, yes. He, he, so Cal crazy. is going. Yeah. 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 Life's been kind of whack, but the second I get that, uh, we still have the money set aside. Yeah. When I Whenever I make that contribution, I will update all of you. It's just yeah. been kind of a crazy few months in terms of like work and travel and shamanized schedules and health yeah. and just like yeah especially health <laughs> yeah mental health specifically yeah we're but crazy haha <laughs> yeah. it's all good um but yeah thank you guys again for helping with that um yeah and as always you can also donate to charities even without us. So if you want to support Buckle Bunnies, say if you missed this back in like June or July, Jesus Christ, when I was going over, we were going over this. Um, they are in um, a pro-abortion group here in Texas. Um, we wanted to support somewhere local. They've been working on things since early 2020 when this stuff was like really starting to pick up in Texas. So they have... Um, like, you know, two years under their belt of helping people and like recorded results. So if you want to support them, Buckle Bunnies, I think they have a Twitter. I'm pretty sure they have an Instagram also. They have a really active Instagram as well. Yeah, yeah they're on, they're on both. Yeah. Not as, their Twitter's not as active, but their Instagram is. So you should definitely check yeah. them out if you are new and have not uh, heard my spiel on that yet. Yeah. <laughs> so. yeah, for sure. Just just letting people know we didn't forget about it. The money is literally yeah. just it's sitting there. It's in our exactly. anchor account, tucked away. It's not going directly to my cash operation like no. that. So. We, we didn't. Yeah. We were like, we're gonna help people with abortion and then just like, we're not a church. We don't do that shit. Um, yeah, so no. it's all good. No. Yeah, see we, we're definitely not radical. So yeah, thank, thank no, you guys. <laughs> Yeah, just a quick update on that. And thank thank you, Cal, for giving a good explanation about Buckle Bunnies. It's a very good organization. So, yeah, so with that, uh, that that's episode 31. So, yeah, thanks, guys, for tuning in. Co-catch us at all those socials. Check the links in the description for anything else. And if anybody could make me that meme of guts that I asked for, that would be great. I I'll probably do it myself. But... <laughs> I might try to do that. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys, we'll catch you guys next time. <laughs> See ya. Bye. Bye.